Starsky. You see this? Starsky. You know what I see in here? I see a dark-haired moron pretending to be Sherlock Holmes. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Going pretty well. How you doing? All right. Good, 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 good. Ready for another fun-filled episode. We're kind of actually behind the seasons in this episode, I realized. Kind of yeah. after we decided which one to do. <laughs> yeah. This is like, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a holiday episode, but not that holiday. Right. Not the, the right. The, we're not, not synced right up. One. That's all. Yeah. No. That's okay. That's okay. So speaking of synced up, uh, that's not a good segue. What uh, Have you been watching anything? You know, I I haven't. Um, <laughs> Mike was like already that, racking his brain before we even started. I was. Playing. I was trying to think if I watched anything since we talked last. And, I mean, I haven't watched anything new. I, I watched, for some reason, we watched Jerry Maguire last night. <laughs> and, like, I've, se- <laughs> I, I've only seen the movie once, like, back in, you know, 98 or whenever it was made. And right. And, I, like, I remembered it a certain way. And... And then when we rewatched it, I'm like, wow, this is actually it's it's better than I remember it. Like I guess maybe I didn't I didn't okay. remember it properly the first time, but um, but yeah, so that <laughs> I didn't know. remember it correctly. Yeah. There's like I, I forgot like a whole I mean I'm not gonna spoil a twenty some year old movie, but it was so <laughs> I forgot that they actually got married. I thought they just like fell in Spoiler love. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, I mean I don't remember that either. I I'm trying to think if I've even I must have seen the whole thing, but I can't remember. It was a, yeah, I mean it was a decent movie. It was a you know, family I watched it with uh Yeah. My wife and my son, so it was just uh Yeah. Yeah. Did he ever watch it? Probably not, right? No, he had never seen it before. Never never yeah. Oh, he he had heard of it. But I asked my daughter if she ever heard of it. She's twenty one, never heard of Jerry Maguire. <laughs> to, that, to well, me, it makes that sense. Like, I mean, I, it yeah. sort of does, and it sort of doesn't. <laughs> right? I feel There's like people a lot older than her that probably haven't yeah. heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. And that's all you watched? That's well, it. I mean, it was I, a I got nothing. It was kind of a boring. Yeah. Oh no! Wait. Now that you mentioned it, I did watch the oh. um, shit. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. <laughs> I literally just finished that. Oh. <laughs> so what did you think of that? <laughs> it was better than the Star yeah, it Wars wasn't one. Great. Right. But I think like you gotta kinda look at it, I think, as they were trying to I don't think they were trying to make anything great. They were trying no, to like do just no. do a callback to like Christmas specials and not like I almost feel like I don't they, think were they were trying to for cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, I think they were just trying trying to it it just it felt like um a compliment to the the Star Wars. It was like in the same right. spirit, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Let's do something freaking weird as shit and uh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah, no, I for like a 40 minute, 30 minute whatever it was, you know. Right. I mean, they did focus on some of the characters that I find the most boring, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, I know they're not going to get what's his name to be in the whole thing, but I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it but was, yeah, that's it. it. Fine. That's all. That's all I got. Okay. So over to you, Mike. Spice this up. Yeah. The only other thing I huh? The only other thing I watched since you took my thunder was um, I've been watching season two of uh, Inside Job, which um, the animated show that I've talked about before in here, which I still highly recommend. Uh, if you like fun animated adult. Oriented, animated. Not, well, wait, that sounds weird. You know it what I mean. Sound weird. It's aimed at adults. <laughs> In what way? It's not for kids. <laughs> no, all right. It's just crude and crass, and you know, it's. I remember I told you this before. It's like it's they're the shadow government, basically. It's like it's real. These are the people that run oh, the shadow right. government, and they're all right. fucking weirdos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got a guy that's half shark, half man. You got like a mushroom creature, and then. Just I know it's just this bunch of weird shit that happens all the time. <laughs> all right, I put that on my list it's and then good. I crossed totally it off. It. So I don't know. All right. <laughs> when you said it's half fun, shark, it's half funny man. as hell. It, all right, I'll give it a watch. <laughs> well, he's the same guy, John DiMaggio. He's the same guy that uh, voices Bender on Futurama. Okay, I, I'll I'll give it a watch. We'll see. We'll come back with some. Info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you should. <laughs> all right. Anything else? All right, that's that's pretty much it because we had the holidays, so I didn't really yeah. watch a whole heck of a lot, to be honest with you. Good, good, good for you. Yeah. All right. Should All we right. Jump into things here. What? Yeah. What? Uh, what holiday show did we watch? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we watched the. <laughs> and I mean, what family doesn't like to pull this one out for the holidays? Starsky and Hutch, right. the Vampire, season two. <laughs> It says episode seven on IMDb, but I watched it on Amazon Prime. It was episode nine. Um, I didn't really look into what the difference was, but um, oh, okay, yeah, good stuff. So, um, oh, you know what? There was a two-parter in this. Like, I think two two-parters okay. in this season. I think that might be why the numbers are off. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Um. I'm trying to see what year the seventy six? Wow. Yep. Bicentennial, man. I'm surprised it's yeah. not all, oh, red, white, and blue. Really? If you were alive during the seventy six during nineteen seventy six or seventeen seventy six. But if you were alive, uh you could not uh, go past anything that was not red, white, and blue. No, you're right. I actually was, remember going it to was the freaking crazy. The nineteen seventy six Fourth of July parade. Um on the south side, south suburbs of Chicago. Um, and it was like, it was unforgettable. I mean, I was only six <laughs> years old, five, five or six years old. Yeah. I remember, remember there was a bicentennial train that would go around, right? I, I remember going, oh, I don't know. I, I don't being somewhere that. and seeing that. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah, it was nuts. Like, remember scholastic book club things that you'd have at school? They were oh, all yeah. bicentennial themed shit. Love that shit. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so yeah, so Mike came up, with, you know, he threw out some ideas. And he's like, what about Starsky and Hutch? You know, we haven't done it in a while. And I looked, we haven't done it like, what did I say? 2019 is what we did. Yeah, yeah. We almost Hutch. never have done it. <laughs> yeah. I think we did like two <laughs> episodes. Two episodes. Yeah. yeah. And um, so then I just happened to find this one and I sent it to Mike. I'm like, hey, 
um, Suzanne Summers is in it. it. Might be interesting. And then I realized, kind of after the fact, that it was like a Halloween themed show. I mean, it really it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't Halloween time during this episode, but but it, it fits the bill. Being about a vamp, quote unquote, vampire, and it came out on October thirtieth. It was definitely <laughs> made for Halloween time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyway, how do we start off with this one? Let's get right into all right. it. Let's get right into it, right? So, uh, let's see. Uh, so, we start out with a full moon. And there's some dude in, like, a, a, I, I, I thought he had, like, a silk shirt on. And it, he's standing in front of this shrine to Maria. And uh, we later find out who Maria <laughs> is. But he's promising her to bring her back from the dead. Um, and he's got a, then he, he, I think he's got a cape on, maybe. Yeah, he's got a cape on too. And I don't know. Did got, he then already? Okay. I don't know if he put it on while you know while this was happening or what. But I, I do put he, he has a cape. At some point, he has one on. Yeah. So, oh yeah, that's right. He did have at this point. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. So he had vampire teeth. So he was clearly clearly a vampire looking to resurrect some dead woman somehow. So that you know that Played set the stage other, in the first. None other than John Saxon. Yeah. In yeah. John Saxon, we were just saying uh, before we started the show. <laughs> I mean, he's been in like one thousand different things, but right, you know, you don't you don't remember him as like the main player in in, in anything. Um, at least that we don't. <laughs> yeah, right. At least we don't. But and, I'll tell you what I do. And like I, I told I do, Mike, go ahead. Uh, I do remember him from Enter the Dragon. So he was. Uh, oh, okay. If, if you you know if you're a Bruce Lee fan, he was in Enter the Dragon. He was one of the the main martial arts guys in in that. And I was a bit of a Bruce Lee fanatic as a, a teenager, and uh, yeah. I know he did some training with Bruce Lee as well. So that was that was interesting. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're friends. So nice. I think he even did a movie with uh, Brandon Lee at some point. But oh, really? The name escapes me. But uh, yeah, that's my. Cool. That's about all I know about. <laughs> That's your Saxon. John Saxon info. Yeah. That's <laughs> and what as I, bring I was to telling the table. Mike while we were, <laughs> yeah, while we were, uh, before we started, that I was would get him confused with uh, Michael Ironside. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Mike even looked him up and he's like, and we're like, and I'm like, imagine you being a kid and like these two people are in different things. You think they're the same person. They totally. were very similar people. Yeah. Especially I looked him up. I'm like, yeah, they're the same guy. It's like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, they are now merged yeah, so, as one in my head. Right. Um, anyway, so that so we cut to uh, some girl walking. She's got some kick-ass bell bottoms on, with like a different like material on the bottoms. Those <laughs> were kick-ass. That was. Yeah. Like as soon as she got off the bus, I was like, "Those are some wild pants." And it was like yep. bell bottoms. Like lightning like, you're right. Oh. Like you said, she's got this well, like cowhide the, the on the bottom. Yeah, and almost made it look like she had big hooves as she was walking instead of feet, because like you couldn't see her feet. But uh, <laughs> maybe that was the point. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't but, know. But yeah, but she gets out and there's lightning all over, you know, and she's not really freaked out. But her shoe breaks, of course, you know, something like that's got to happen. Yeah. So she takes off her shoes and then. <laughs> We see a guy, well, we see John Saxon's character hiding in the bushes with his, like, showing his fangs off, right? Just so we know, don't we, make sure we didn't forget about the fix. It was a little, little corny there, yeah. Yeah. 
And then we see her basically get to, I guess it's her apartment building steps. And does she stop? Like, do we hear like a cat? I don't know. I can't remember now. Not at But she stops for some reason. And then she turns around. And you see John Saxon like running with his arms out, holding like his cape, basically like he's Batman running at her. Yes. And then he just jumps on top of her. And it's not like he jumped out from the bush right next to her. He was like halfway down the street <laughs> and, and he's running. So you see him running for like a good five seconds in that pose. Right, right, right. Which I, I, I get would probably startle you, but you'd have some, you know, if you had your wits about you, you would have time to run and probably, you know, right. you have good, good space between you. But I can yeah. see, I can and see he's lucky a guy in shock. You know? Go ahead. And you're lucky. He's lucky. No one came down the street and just ran him over on yeah, right. the street. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but anyway, so then we cut to the playpen, which I guess is just a regular bar. I thought it was like a strip club or whatever, based on the name at first. Right. Because then we see Starsky and Hutch in there. I'm like, well, I guess it's not a strip club. Right. And I think it, it was it, so. It was a Huggy Bears. Go ahead. Watching this place for his cousin or something. He said. Right, yeah, okay. exactly. That's convenient. And then there's some, and then there's you know they're just on their day off. They're just hanging out, and there's some girls at the, not at the bar. They're like at a table. But Starsky's like, I didn't really remember this for his character, but he was like afraid to go talk to them. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But Hutch was Hutch was definitely the he's a player, yeah, mover and shaker of the group. Yeah, he's like. Yeah. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this. Let me go over time. Like he was, he was going to send Starsky over, and then he's like, no, bad idea. I'll go. So, <laughs> And I don't know if you notice, he's got like a guitar on the back of his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, I, I wasn't sure if that was a guitar or like a violin or what. I'm, it was something weird. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a guitar. We never got to see the full thing, but we saw most of it sticking out. So he goes over there and kind of sweet talks to girls. We don't know what's happening, but he waves Starsky over. So Starsky comes over, and... You know, he's trying to, you know, he's talking to them or whatever. And he immediately, like, spills popcorn all over the table. <laughs> right. Because he's going to shake someone's hand. And he's like, sorry, I guess I'm a little bit nervous. And the one girl goes, oh, well, you're kind of foxy. Do you remember that? He's foxy? Like, oh, really? That term? Like, yeah. Even in the 80s, people said, ah, oh, she's a fox. Right. And I forgot that that was, like, a gender neutral term. You could use that to a woman or a man. Yeah. yeah um, But immediately, as soon as they sit down, Huggy comes over and like, uh, you got a phone call from uh, Captain. He didn't say Captain. He said the guy's name, but I forgot what his name was. Right, on the top right. Of my head. But and, I'm, I'm like I'm picturing the yeah. house phone or something that you know what I mean. Like you've got a phone call. <laughs> but he, he, so who is it? Starsky goes over to get the call. It's on the payphone. Yeah. Like who who answers the right. payphone? Well, I mean, when you're in an establishment like that, you know, that's probably all you have. I don't know. But I think it's I think it's great that somehow the captain knew to call over there. Yeah, right. To get them. He's got the number. Yeah. <laughs> and it was their day uh, off. Because it's not even their their day off. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, it's our day off. And he didn't care. They must have too many murders going on. Yeah. Well, you know, they're the two so, best cops in the city. So. Yeah. So what? They immediately we end up at the morgue. Well, before they leave, Starsky's like, I got to get their numbers, you know, before we oh, leave. Oh, yeah. That's so right. he goes over and gets their numbers, but he doesn't write them down. He's got them, like, burned into his memory, he says. So, yeah, you know, you can, you can imagine that how works. that's going to turn out. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, then they go to the morgue. So yeah, right. And not much happens at the morgue, right? They just show the body and yeah, she's we- a, something about she works at Slade's cave. Yeah, she's uh, her name's Honey Williams. She was on her way home from S- oh, yeah. S- Slade's cave, where she worked as a dancer, and um, she got attacked and killed. So that's yeah. really all we know. We don't really know any details, even. right? And then we immediately cut to them walking into Slade's cave. Right, 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 right. Okay, did yours do that too? I wasn't yeah. sure if like my edit, if my where I watched it from missed something. No, that was legit. Okay. So, this place is the diviest dive I've ever seen. There's like one girl dancing on a stage. It's, it's like filled with, um, what you call it, beanbag chairs. Yeah. And and I think everyone's wasting. Is just like, he's right. Starsky's just like staring at the one dancer. And I don't think there's anybody there except for Slade who owns it, who is also, what's his name from Police Academy? Oh, yeah. I don't know his um, name, but he's been in he's been in a ton GW of stuff. GW Bailey, yeah, I forget yeah, the sergeant from Police Academy or whatever, right? I don't know. Uh, I think you're the right guy. I don't know if you are. Yeah. I, I picture him as like he's always a bad guy in something or he's always a cop or something and um I gotta find him. Oh wait, am I confusing you? I mean I know he's on yeah, yeah, he's on Police Academy. Yeah. Police Academy, but also then um uh, major crimes and a uh, bunch of other stuff. Anyway. G.W. Bailey. You know who he is. And also is with him is Suzanne Summers, which is one of the whole reasons why we picked this episode because she was going to be in it. Little did I know that this <laughs> screen time here is almost most of her screen time. Yeah. I, th- I think I read this <laughs> was her was like second time. On, the whole thing. Her second time on, on screen ever, you know, so it was. Was um, it? Yeah, that's what, that's, that's you, what the uh, – you look, that's the, what the IMDb says? IMDb or, or the Amazon Prime X-Ray or something. One of those things said that. Okay. Well, that's what I, I, I meant to look this up, where it fell within her career. So this was after American Graffiti. Well, she'd been on a couple other things. Right. I, I but like uncredited. But yeah. Huh? No, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, this was... Oh, she, she's on $6 million man at 1.2? Oh, but yeah, so Three's Company know. is like a year after this. Okay. Um, but yeah, she doesn't oh, have a very big part. No, yeah. So yeah, they're at, they're at the cave, which is literally a cave inside. Like the, the walls are like stone. Right. And and that dancer was kind of dressed like a cave woman, kind of. It was like weird, <laughs> weird clothing she had on. But but yeah, when they talk to Slade, the owner. He's he's like on the beanbag with Suzanne Summers, and they both seem totally wasted. And yeah, they're definitely out of it. Like she's yeah. like, <laughs> like she's almost like she's asleep. And that's more than like wasted. I mean, I I mean, I think that's what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be stoned or whatever. But she right. was like, she couldn't keep her eyes open. I'm like, you know, this is something you really want for. When you go to like, I mean, it wasn't a strip club, but it was like just above it. You're like, you want to see your the people who were dancing just sprawl out on a chair somewhere, <laughs> just passed out, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so when they they let Starsky and Hutch let them know that this person was dead, 
um, Honey, and Suzanne Summers' character, Linda Offenbecker, she she's like, oh, I Something took a like dance that, yeah. lesson with her once. And like that's so that's like the one piece of information they cling on to, and they go I guess, right to, to like the dance school from there. Right, Renee's Renee's school of classic ballet. Is that what it's called? I couldn't remember. I just know they went to the playhouse where we saw the vampire eat earlier. Right? Yeah. Don't yeah. they show that? Like, isn't that part of it or whatever? They do, yeah, it's part yeah. of it or next to it or yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go there and we find out the we see the vampire is actually the dance instructor there. <laughs> um, but he's got a cane. He's like walking around with this cane, and I question here: Why does he have a cane? Um. And I don't yet know, but the, no. the girl, he's like standing in a, in the middle of a circle, these ballet dancers kind of dancing around him. And, um, and then they just throw this in where Hutch asks, uh, Starsky about the phone number for the twins while they're waiting <laughs> and he's, and he can't remember the phone number. So that was <laughs> a little comedy injection. Yeah. He knew that that wasn't going to last very long. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when, when they so, yeah, so they tell they, go ahead. they tell yeah they tell him Honey was killed, and then he like totally talks her up. I thought I was like wow, and then he like he's saying how great she was, so much promise, all that kind of stuff, and, and then he's like yeah, but I barely knew her. I'm like yeah, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but and I didn't realize like we find out later that he's got over two hundred students. I'm like there's like five people here. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like I think he was. Where are all the other ones? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, then we happen to see like he's walking, you know, they walk not out, but like in another part of the room to talk. And there's this painting there of his wife again. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's my late wife, you know, she died recently too. I'm like, Okay, so yeah, we never really find out anything about his wife. Yeah, we don't really know how she died or anything, but that would make him a suspect right off the bat if like the cops come to ask you about someone. Your class, you died. Yeah, she, yeah, she died. My wife died too recently. I'd be like, all right, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep an yeah. eye on this guy. Um, but anyway, so now what? We cut back to the captain's office. Right. There's a lot of back and forth here that happens, and there is the timeline seems weird because I think that there was this was during the day, so I think you know they went to Slade's cave. And they must have went home and went to bed and came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, so it would seem like it was all the... one one big long day. I don't know. But... <laughs> so we're back at the captain's uh, office, and Starsky's got a sandwich, and the captain's like reading off the report from the uh, medical examiner. And uh, here I have a clip of it right here. So let me see if we can play this. Look, Hutchison, I'm reading what it says in the coroner's report right here: death by strangulation. All right. What about her neck? It was mangled. It was like somebody had chewed it all up. You know. A sharp two-pronged instrument was driven into her jugular vein after the victim was dead. After? Traces of human saliva found on the neck. What? That's not all. More blood was missing from the body than was accountable for at the scene of the crime. What kind of weird are we dealing with here? And while he's... (laughs) Starsky has a sandwich. He keeps trying to eat it as, like, the captain's describing more and more stuff, and he's finally like, you know, I'm not eating a sandwich now. <laughs> he gets all grossed out just by reading the report. <laughs> and then at the end, it's kind of funny. He's like, here, Captain, want a sandwich? And uh, he seems very appreciative of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and then the captain says something like, the papers are going to go crazy with wild speculation. He's like, I don't want you guys to as well. Like, well, they're cops. They should, but yeah. They they have to start to speculate. So yeah, they're about to hit back to the streets. And then uh, Starsky's like, hey, have you ever seen any of those vampire movies? And Hutch is like, you know, shut the hell up. And they like, then they, they, (laughs) they leave. Hutch doesn't want any part of that. Which I... Which I did look up to see if this was before or after Salem's Lot, which uh, with David Soul in it, but it was uh, this is before. before. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, by a few years. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. Cool. It comes full circle, right? All right, and then uh, oh, then we see we see a lot of this throughout little little snippets of the vampire slash dance instructor talking to the shrine, and yeah, he's saying, "Right, I know it's not enough. We'll go out again tonight." So, more more death in the horizon. Yeah. And then we're back at the police station. And then station. we see, yeah, we see Hutch on the phone. He's talking to somebody who I guess he's had run down some, like, psychiatric patients. like Or, like, some, I don't know, people that have been released recently or something. You know, just trying to figure out if there's some yeah, psychopath that's out there. Trying to find some profile, you know, cross-checking right. people it's and kind stuff. Of a, you know. Right, kind of a long shot, I guess. And then um, <laughs> Starsky comes in. He's like, he's got like these books with him. He's like, hey, do you know when the last time someone was convicted of being a vampire? <laughs> right. He starts throwing out all those facts. Like, what? Right. He's like, did you know Dracula was actually based on a real person? <laughs> <laughs> Hutch is like, oh, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And then, I don't know, Starsky starts talking about something about vampires and devil and cult. Are, are the occult, I should say, not cults. And, uh, you know, start, Hutch is like, I don't want to hear any of this. He's like, these are modern times. And at one point he even says, like, he's like rattling off some stuff. I can't remember. But he's like, girls are trying out for football teams. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm like, wow. Um. Anyway, so then we go outside. They leave, well, right? But you're right. But yeah. before they go, go outside, Sarsky uh, goes to take a drink out of the fountain. And, um, right. Well, that's what I meant. Outside. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. You got it. All right. So, so he's getting a drink out of the fountain, and you can see his necklace dangle. And then when he gets back up, he tries <laughs> to hide, you know, put it away. And Hutch is like, "Yeah, what do you got there? What do you, what, what's that?" So he pulls it out. He's got like a clove of garlic hanging off a string. <laughs> and Hutch just starts laughing then, uh, at him. And, right. Well, then he's like. Did you, you mean to tell me you went down to the commissary to get some garlic? You know, and he starts laughing. Like you said, he's like, yeah, I got you some too. And he throws it in his mouth as he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was classic. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. And uh, then we go back to the dance studio. Um, oh, yeah. So this is what I thought was weird. So I'll talk about it now. So at the dance studio, he's the guys, you know, got the dancers out there. He's, you know counting off so they can go you know do whatever they're doing and he's kind of like um his mind he's doing having like flashes to his wife you know and like thinking about her yeah but mind you he doesn't have flashes of his real wife we see flashes of the painting of the shrine <laughs> well, why yeah. didn't they just, right why didn't they just show like flashes of a woman that we looks like the painting that is doing stuff so that maybe would be more realistic. But I thought that was kind of funny. That's and then a good the question. Girls, 
Yeah, and then the girls just stop dancing because the record stop, and it's like at the end, it's like doing a noise. And he's not paying attention. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, go, you can knock it off early today. Right. <laughs> but in the, in the whole time, he was kind of thinking about his wife. He was looking at this girl's neck that was one of the dancers there. Right. Right. So you know, she's the next target. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She's. She. Yeah. She had a nice neck for him to take yeah. some blood. Good, so. good long neck to bite. Right. So, so the, then they go back to the playpen. Uh, right. Yeah, because right. Huggy calls them. Yeah, because they get a call. You get a. You hear them get a call on the radio to go to the place. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So they go there. When they get there, he's got this like he's a, an entrepreneur. He's he's like yeah here there's a vampire on the street. I'm putting together these vampire protection kits. And he's got like you know he's well, that's selling. What I was them. trying to figure out was he putting them together or he buy it? He no, he was so he, he was selling. He was putting them together to okay. sell them. So he was selling them for like seven bucks a kid or whatever, seven or eight bucks. Yeah, seven fifty. Yeah, it was like a bag. Yeah, actually, I, oh, you got something? Right, there? I have a clip of it if you want me to play it. Yeah, yeah. play that a clip of what's all in there. Okay. I heard on the TV news that there's a guy running around thinking he's a blood sucking vampire, and the police can't protect us, so people got to protect themselves. You ready to crack? Hey, for seven fifty, you get your complete vampire protection kit, complete with hammer and stake for finishing off the old dude. One cross, guaranteed to make any vampire of Christian persuasion cringe in terror. And one garlic wreath for all the rest of the denominations. And last but not least, a mirror. And if he's standing behind you, and you can't see him in this, it's time for feet to do their thing. <laughs> Quite yeah, so just walk man. around with that mirror with you. So if there's a guy standing behind you, you can <laughs> yeah. see if he shows up in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, it's a good deal, you know. Um, but yeah, so then he tells them that uh, they need to go see a guy named, I don't know. Did you get the name? Was it Gaibo? I, I, like? I wrote Gaibal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got, wait, hold on. Let's see what IMDb says his name was. No, Gaibo. Yeah, okay. G-U-Y-B-O. All right, Guybo. Whatever. Anyway, he says to go see him because he's like a psychic and he's into the occult and all that kind of good stuff. Right. So that's where they go. And it's – so he's one of those guys, too, where you look at him and you're like, I know him. <laughs> but his right. name is Phil Leeds. He was a character actor. He was in so many things, too. I mean, I don't even know like what to say that – like. This is where you know the guy from because you know him from like one episode of almost every show. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like you can't even really. If say you think about it, that's from. a pretty good gig to have, I would think. You know. Yeah, and it looks like here the only one he was in more than one episode, but as different characters, was uh, Night Court. He's in five episodes of that. Oh wow! Oh no, wait, he was in seven episodes of Barney Miller. Okay. But yeah, if you look at his IMDb, it's like so long. Yeah. Anyway, he was in a lot of things. You know who he is. But they go to see him because he's going to, I guess, give him some information. They're hoping. Yeah. But but what? they So, so he gives him a little, little info. He's like, yeah, there's some Satanists out there and, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. So he's, he's not getting much. So Starsky's like, hey, can you? conjure up an image of what this guy might look like 
So he kind of he waits a little bit for some money, and so Starsky slips him, I don't know, five bucks or something. And um, he starts groaning and making all this sounds. And then he's like, oh, you know, this bloodsucker with a black cape. Uh, and I, that's pretty much all he told him. He's like, and then. And something about, yeah, eyes. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then Hutch is like, where'd you get that? And he's like, from the six o'clock news. So <laughs> it, it, it wasn't really a vision. It was just information they already had. Right. And he's like, what do you expect for a sawbuck? He's like, it's $30 for a trance or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So that was. So. But he still got $5 out of it. And then, and then as they're leaving, Hutch picks up a crystal ball and he's like, hey, Starsky, you know what I see in this? He's like, who? What? He's like, a dark haired moron who thinks he's Sherlock. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Did they always rough, have that kind of like. Rough on Starsky. Yeah. Did they always have that kind of uh, relationship? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't yeah. Um, so next we see the that lady from the dance studio leaving. I guess she's leaving work. She's apparently the only one in the building. Um, right. The only one within like six square miles. Like she's walking down this <laughs> hall for a long time and like every room she passes is empty. She, <laughs> right. she gets to the elevator, takes it down to the basement. And her car is the only car in the parking garage, pretty much. And it's the farthest away possible from the yeah, elevator, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> so she starts heading to the car. And I'm like, is that a cougar? Did I hear a sound of a cougar or something? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> and then yeah. at, at the same time, uh, you know, they get a, a call in the, in the car. Zebra 3 gets a call. Uh, about a prowler with a cape being reported somewhere. So then we, you know, they hit the road. And then we flash back to her, you know, trying to get in her car. And then this is where you hear the cat knock something over. There's like, right, yeah. And, <laughs> Somehow there's a cat in the parking lot that knocked over a potted plant in the, in the parking right. garage. Yeah, only by her car. but Right. And then uh, she's, you know, get getting the keys out. We see the vampire come running across the parking garage in, in you know <laughs> in his pose with the you know holding the cape out like Batman and she's got some time on her hands there. Did you notice that? Like she's yeah, you know, trying but to she get was too in. scared. She was she was, you know, fiddling with the keys, she couldn't get it done. And yeah. she ends up dropping them, of course, because this is like a horror movie. This is exactly <laughs> the kind of thing that happens in a horror movie, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, just as he jumps on top of her, we do hear cop cars coming, and we see Zebra Three pull up and slide into a stop right there, and he runs up the stairs. I thought she was still going to be alive, but apparently he had enough time to kill her. It didn't seem like it, but yeah, I guess he killed her. Maybe he didn't have time to drain any blood. I don't know. Maybe. So they follow, or Hutch follows him up, and he gets up to the roof. Roof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He gets up there, and, like, the guy disappears for a second at first. And then he sees him again, and um, he starts chasing him, and the guy, like, jumps across to another building. And Hutch stops, and he just like watches, and, you know, starts to catch up. He's like, now he's kind of freaked out. He's like, he's like, he flew. He's like, it's like twenty five feet. Yeah, 
I don't get that. But he had the cape. That cape probably worked a little bit like one of those. Uh, <laughs> like a hang glider. Those, well, like those, uh, All those flying suits. suits. Yeah, yeah, those like, yeah. flying squirrel suits or whatever they are. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But at this point, like in the beginning of this thing, they didn't think that she was in part of the dance studio, right? Did they say... Right? They didn't, or they just not know about her yet? I, I think it took her a little bit to get to figure out that she was one of his students. They eventually do. Yeah. And then, what, they're talking to some, they brought in some people, and one guy was leaving. And then one guy comes in, what was this suit he was wearing? He was trying to say he was the guy, but he's, like, almost dressed like Superman. Yeah. I think and what it was like, is, like, is, it was all the crazies that came in to confess. Right. So they were yeah. trying to interviewing him just to, you know, due diligence, just I guess. To, right. Now, did that guy have a picture of himself? On his <laughs> yes, <shirt? laughs> he did. Okay. Picture of his own face. I was face. trying to get a good look at it. I'm like, is that his own face? Why is that on his shirt? But then, like, Starsky is like, hey, so show me how you ran up to the girl or something like that. And he goes and, like, puts the cape by him and he goes to run. Oh, no, he wants him to jump over the chair. That's what right. it is. The show is and he goes skills. towards the chair, and right then the captain comes and opens the door, and the guy runs into the door. <laughs> that was a awesome. little bit of comic relief to lighten the mood. I liked it. Uh, and um, what? So now that during this time they figure out that she was from the same dance studio, so they immediately head over there again. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. So they go they go back to the dance school. And they tell him, hey, Susan Clark was one of your students that was murdered. Yeah. And now he's got like and four even, students in, in there dancing. Right. And he's like, this <laughs> is where, he, class this is where he's like. Smaller and smaller. This is where he's like, I have over 200 students. <laughs> like, right. We've and only even, seen was a it, maximum of five people in there at any time. Right. And even Hutch says, is like, you know, if it wasn't for his bad leg, he could be the same guy. Right. Like, I don't know how they put and they ask him how long he's had a bum leg. And he's like. I heard it in 61. He's like, you can, it's easily to track down that information. I'm like, is it really? Yeah. Because he heard it like in the military. At a show, didn't he? Oh, I thought it was no, in the No, I military. thought he heard it. No, I thought he was, I mean, I like, it was in a, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, but they I, ask him, and he's like, he had some late night dance tryouts because he's part of some, something for the city. So some they were committee like or something. Interviewing yeah, people? Right. Yeah. So again, yeah, he's like he's got these alibis, right? Um, and then it turns out what the Slade guy has a satanic alias. Yeah, Slade from I mean, what the is, Slade, Slade's cave. Right. What is with all these people? I don't know, man. And um, I forgot what the, did they even say what his alias was? Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know what it was. I didn't write it down. So, but anyway, they go up to his. Room at the they go to the Slade's cafe or cafe <laughs> during the day, it's a cafe at night, at night it's a it's cave. A cave. <laughs> but uh, they go up to his room, and there's some girl there, she's like unconscious again, or half unconscious, or whatever. Yeah. But he's gone, they find a cape in his closet, but it's not the same cape. And then they find a jar, and they're like, oh, This blood, and then they see him out the window, <laughs> like, like running, running away. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they take off after him. They go out like the window, don't they? I don't know. There's I didn't see how they go there. after him, but they some yeah they jumped on a fire escape or something, right? Yeah. Somehow they got to the ground pretty quick. Yeah. And they yeah they like and they you know 
fire. They corner him with guns drawn and they take yeah. him in. What's that? Yeah, it's like they fire a warning shot or something, and he stopped. It was yeah. he driving a hearse? At first, I thought they shot at him. It seemed like it, right? Yeah, like an old, old like fifties hearse. Yeah, something like that. That would make sense. Yeah. So, so they, now they take him to they take, take him, him to get questions. Yeah, they take him in and, and interrogate him a bit, and they they find out that blood was just a jar of goat's blood, which still is pretty freaking creepy. But he's basically, he's just like a con man. He's not a Satanist. He's just cons people into right. these rituals and takes their money. And uh, Yeah. So their the theory is that it's like someone, one of his clients probably is like involved in, in taking this too far. Like they're just too into it. Right. Took it too seriously. Yeah. 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 Which I don't know if that they, turned out to be true. Or was he one of his... Clients? Yeah, I think he was. All right. But I can't remember now. But um, anyway, they go back to the playhouse. No, we're back there, and we see him talking to his wife's painting again. Oh, yeah, no, because he calls. Now he calls. Uh, the dancer guy calls Slade's place. Oh, remember? yes. No, I don't and remember. And he gets that. Suzanne Summers on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, I found some pictures. Does he, say, does he say that Slade might want or that she might want to see? I think that as a friend of, of hers, as a friend of Honey's, Suzanne Summers might want to see these photos. Uh, okay. So he tells her to come over to get them. And um, so what? Now we're back. They go back to Slade's room and they find a stack of pictures like like he's just got like boxes randomly in his room in his room it's like he's all packed he's... like he never unpacked like he right. he moved in there and exactly. never unpacked and he when they're looking the through the photos that are sitting there on the top of the box we see the oh, vampire's yeah. wife that's right our starsky's like hey you know where we've seen this picture before <laughs> yeah. and they immediately head over that way right so, <laughs> what do we was, see? Was that, we, go ahead. Was the picture? Was that a picture of her, or was it the painting? No, I, I swear it was a fucking painting again. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> like this person doesn't they not even secure, exist. <laughs> can they not secure the rights to get an actual picture of this woman that they wanted to be <laughs> right. his dead wife? Oh man, I I don't know. It looked like a painting again, but yeah, I, I, I can't be a hundred percent sure. Yeah. If anyone else watched this episode, tell us if it actually was a picture of her or a picture of a painting of her. Yeah, there's a cons- there's got to be a conspiracy around that alone. Maybe she didn't really exist. <laughs> right. Um. But anyway, so we cut to the playhouse. <laughs> What do we see our vampire doing? Yeah, what the fuck? Like he's <laughs> he was da- like, dancing he was like, around on the stage. Like he was like doing an interpretive dance, basically, as the vampire guy. It was so bizarre, and it was long. Yeah. And it was long. I was like, as like, there's no like, it wasn't like a good technique. Like you wouldn't be like, oh, that's an awesome dance that guy's doing, but. It would be exhausting because he was like jumping and spinning. He was constantly I, jumping, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. How, that guy had he had some physical abilities. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but at least it lets us know that his leg was okay. Yeah, true, true. The whole leg, <laughs> the whole leg thing was just a scam. 
But, so um, what? Um, then we see Suzanne Summers' character. What was her name again? I forget. Linda. Linda. <laughs> she shows up at there. You know, he's not on the stage anymore. She's like, "Hello, is anyone here?" And does she go up on the stage and she? He starts, no, no. He comes running down the aisle at her, right? Yeah. Or no, no. Wait. Yeah. Right. I want to say she was on the stage. And he comes like, does he come running up? Yeah, yeah, he comes running from like behind the curtain or something, you know. Oh, okay. With his cape out. Uh, Right. And again, a good 25 feet away where he's, you know, got some time to build up the wind under his cape and stuff. (laughs) And um, right then is when Starsky and Hutch like run in too. So she screams and they hear it and they... um, Basically, just start chasing him, right? Right. Because he starts climbing up the rope, right? And that's a, that was his escape. And then Starsky climbs a ladder that's there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me just tell you, like, if I was somewhere and, like, my, you know, my escape route was a rope, chances are I'd be caught because I'd be, I'd have trouble getting up that rope. But this yeah, guy. Yeah, but he was, you know, he was fit. Well, yeah, we saw that by his dancing. He, he like, climbed this rope without, yeah. it was like, Using his hands, just you know, just pulling himself right. Up. Yeah, so, no, he was good. And then he would have done awesome in that grade school rope climb. Yes, that's <laughs> what I was thinking of. But then this turned into like a cartoon because he's throwing sandbags at them from like you know up in the rafters. He's like trying to drop sandbags on them right. and swinging from rope to rope, and it just reminded me of like a Tom and Jerry cartoon or something. <laughs> right, but. uh but he did finally miss one at the end because yeah. somehow Starsky got up on top and he like <laughs> he surrounded turned, him. Right. Like he turned like he was going to jump for a rope and he just missed. Yeah. And then what does Hutch say? Something like he almost made it. Yeah. And then who does he say? He says like, like someone said one out of two ain't bad. It almost said he sounded like Superman, but I don't think he said Superman. No, it was <laughs> that, well, he sense. might have. It was that guy that was in, in the um, the cape that ran into the door. He said, oh, give me another chance. He, he, yeah, he, he said, give me another try. One out of two is not bad. Like when he, he wanted to try oh, jumping. I did not know that that's who. I yeah. did not know that's who he was talking about. Oh, so maybe okay. he did call him Superman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, that doesn't seem like something Superman would normally (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't usually have bad odds but yeah yeah i I didn't catch that part Um, oh but did did you notice that like in the battle though uh before he fell to his death he bit starsky he like did he actually bite him or did he almost bite him no i think he he like vampire bit him on the neck now i wasn't (laughs) sure if he did or not but i think i think later we find out that he did like Huggy Bear's a little nervous about it. Yeah, right? that's when why. He... Because he's like, yeah, because afterwards they go back to the bar, and they see the those girls there, right? Um, right. By the way, yeah. So they go, yeah. The girls are there, and they get to sit down with them. Do you know who one of those girls was? No, I... <laughs> no. I mean, I I didn't know. I didn't know when I first saw it. I just like she looks familiar. Who the hell? So I found it on IMDb. She's. I mean, her name is Colleen Camp, which probably isn't gonna do it for you. If you look her up, though, you're then you might recognize her. She was in several things, 
But what I remember her from is um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. She was the blonde, curly-haired, like cop that oh, was re- part of the I don't crew. Remember that? Yeah. No. She, I'm looking at her. Yeah. You no, remember? No, no. You don't? No. Like, I mean, I'm looking at the the photo here. I, I don't recognize her, but yeah, you have to look up. Yeah, you have to look her up in the in the the movie. But she's like the one where, <laughs> like, they do the little thing with the stuff they mix together and throw it at a chair, and it like goes by her, and she's like. God damn it. <laughs> but you would, yeah. But she's been in a bunch of stuff more recently than this show. And this probably had to be like her first thing because she yeah. looked like she was like 18 oh, in yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like yeah. she was almost like young enough. You're like, guys, are you supposed to be talking to them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because you guys don't look that young. But <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. Um, but I, 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 can we go back to one thing? I just want to go back real quick. Yeah. By the way, um, this wasn't her first thing, but it was pretty early on. Does it say? Uh, sorry, I want to see if she, it says what year she was born. Sometimes they don't do that. I don't see it on here. Um, anyway, back to the, <laughs> the rope thing. Did you do that at your school? Did it in grade school? Yeah. And uh, how high was your gym ceiling? Like, it was freaking high, man. It, it was like... <laughs> crazy and there was no rope attached to you like in case you fell right no no and there was always that kid one kid who could go inch mat yeah and there's that one kid that could always go up to the top and like reach the rafters up there or whatever but i was like yeah i was terrified to climb that high even if i could yeah i mean i remember doing it and i remember getting up there but i'm like I'm like, I never did it again. It was too scary up there. Yeah, man. Because that was way too high. They had us do that with no kind of fucking safety. Or I know, at all. right? Yeah, we're young. Our bones are soft. What could happen? Uh, yeah. That, that I mean, 20-year-old mat that's been used for everything, that'll, <laughs> that'll break your fall. Right. But. Anyway, um, so yeah. So then that ends basically with the guys hanging out with the girls. That's right. And, and, pretty much yeah. it. And Huggy Bear, like I said, he does say something. Does he... He, no, he didn't bring the crossover by starting, but he was like, he was he a, little a little, nervous little about it. He had a little bag of ingredients to cure a bite from oh. a vampire. Yeah. Like lizard's right. tongue and something else. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't find his lizard yeah. Uh, tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was the end. Yeah. So and it turns out it wasn't really a vampire after all. No. But. It's, to me, it's still one of the funniest scenes is just seeing uh, the vampire running towards his victims. <laughs> and that was the part that wasn't really meant to be funny, but it was no, humorous. It was. But Maria was never <laughs> resurrected from the dead. Uh, no. We have no idea how she even died or, you know, was, I mean, obviously he was crushed because she died. That's, you know, that's fine. But, like, I was wondering, like, almost if it was going to be something like she was murdered in some weird way. So, this is how he's getting back at society or something. Right. But it wasn't anything no. like that. Or, like, we don't even know. It's just, we she's just know. dead. Right. And she's just a painting. She's just, we're <laughs> not even have, sure if she was ever real. Really. He doesn't have any paint or real pictures of her, just the painting. Yeah. 
So that was uh, that was my best part to me is just that there was no actual photos or ever seeing her in real life except for in paintings. Yeah. Have you, did you post any so, clips of of? I did not yet. I did take a couple when I watched it, uh, especially the interpretive dance. Yes, that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm at least I'm pretty sure I did. There'll be a new fitness routine for people. That's be a good one. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was the Hutch. end. Welcome back to I used to watch this after a couple <laughs> of years. Yeah. We'll try not to wait three years again to do another yeah. um episode of that show. I was trying to see, where did, I don't know. I don't even know where my pictures stuff went that I downloaded. Looks like okay. I call, oh wait is it here? I'll try I'll try and take a clip of him just running and see if I can capture that. That would be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good too. So people can see. Yeah. Anyway, it. all right. That's that's pretty much all I have to say. Of this there's I yeah. mean it was fine. It was an okay episode. Yeah. A little bit lighthearted. I will say in the beginning, I'm like this is not great. It was <laughs> catching me at first, um, but it did get a little bit better. They were having fun yeah. with it, so that's all. Yeah, I'm again, I'm, I'm an easy critic. I felt like it was it was just maybe not your typical serious, as serious like down and dirty, Starsky and Hutch, but it was you know whatever. It entertained me. Yeah, it did. I miss that Starsky didn't have his big sweater on, but that's all. I know. I love that thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was already retired by season two. I don't know. <laughs> Word out. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about this one? No, sir. That does it. Yeah, me neither. All right. For this episode of I Used to Watch This, I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Bye. See you later. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.